Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Covers the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphis. and it's Drew Hill making the big interview. Award-winning writers, athletes, coaches, the biggest names in sports. It's the Gary Parish Show Big Interview on 92.9 FM ESPN. Drew Hill, have you ever made your way to, to Ball Arena? Have you ever stepped inside? Yeah, I did uh, twice last year, actually, covering the Grizzlies. The first time, I did not do the game. I was just, like, on a vacation that I had already planned previously, and the Grizzlies happened to be in Denver, so I stopped in for a shoot-around. And then at the end of last season, we went to Ball Arena. And uh, it's a nice arena. It's pretty cool. Um, Tonight, 9 o'clock tip, uh, Grizzlies and Nuggets. Sole possession of first place in the Western Conference standings is uh, up for grabs because if the Grizzlies were to lose, the that gap would be closed. What do you make of this Denver team that enters with an 18 and 11 record? They've won four or five, and Nikola Jokic, whether people like it or not, is having another MVP caliber season. Yeah, he really is. He's been unbelievable. Uh, the statistics for him are always there, so it makes the MVP voting interesting at the end. Like, are we Nikola Jokic'd out? Are we Jokered out as far as MVP goes? Because the stats clearly are not going to be much different than they were a season ago. They may end up actually being better. Um, I still think it's Jason Tatum's award to lose if the Boston Celtics end up being the best team in the NBA, which many people think they still will be at the uh, you know by the end of the season. But no, as far as Denver goes, they're an interesting team to me. I know there's a lot of people that are very high on them. Chris Harrington, my colleague, being one of them. They've played a weird schedule so far because their schedule has been one of the easiest in the NBA to this point. It's also had a ton of road games, uh, or at least it was earlier this month. They had played a ton of road games without playing a bunch of home games, and they still um, have been pretty solid and one of the better teams in the Western Conference. So I think we'll probably learn a lot about Denver in January, if not you know, tonight when the Grizzlies play the Nuggets. But um, they, they are a little bit hard to figure out, for me at least, at this point in the season. I definitely think that they are good, and Jokic is incredible. Um, but are they one of the West S2 teams? I don't know. I think that that still remains to be seen. Do we know right now who the two best teams in the West are? I mean, you can look at the standings, but from a week-to-week basis, you've got a lot of teams flipping around. Right now it goes Memphis, Denver, Phoenix, New Orleans, Clippers, Sacramento, but a week ago that looked different. A week from now it might look different. If I were to ask you, name me the two best teams in the Western Conference right now. Who do you go with? I would go with the Grizzlies and the Suns, probably. Um, a minute to get sold on the Pelicans, although I'm starting to come around because Zion has been so awesome. I guess I should be doing the same with the Nuggets. Um, 
maybe I'm just giving Zion too much credit here and not enough credit to Nikola Jokic, but um, I think that if you made me predict who will finish one and two in the West by the end of the season, I will predict the Phoenix Suns because they've been a very good regular season team, although I think they're more vulnerable as it relates to injuries. You know, if guys get hurt, they're in a, in a worse position than some of these other teams. But um, I think I would go with the Suns and Grizzlies. Next behind that, I would probably go Tier 2, Nuggets and Pelicans. But I can't say that with a ton of confidence, if we're being honest. It, it, like you said, it, it kind of flips every single week. Um, last week, after the Pelicans beat the Suns twice, I said, oh, well, maybe the Pelicans really are for real. Maybe it'll be the Pelicans and the Grizzlies atop the West. I do think if the Grizzlies get healthy, they have a very good chance of winning the West. The computers think so, too. Um, and so I, I would probably go Grizzlies, Suns. Not a ton of confidence there. I think uh, I, I feel good about the Grizzlies spot, maybe more than the Suns. But, uh, yeah, it, it's hard to tell. Talking to Drew Hill from the Daily Memphian. He's on Twitter at Drew Hill underscore DM. Last time we saw the Memphis Grizzlies, it, it wasn't great. It was in Oklahoma City on Saturday night. Went down big. Lost 115-109. John Morant got ejected, then uh, FaceTimed with a front-row fan. Um, Is that the type of loss that that gets you refocused and you expect a a sharp performance tonight or the type of loss that makes you wonder if uh, maybe some losses could start piling up? That is the epitome of a trap game because they traveled Oklahoma City knowing already that they were going to be traveling Back to Memphis because they had two days off before they start this trip with three straight national television games. So you clobber the Bucks, you beat the hell out of the Bucks. Wasn't even a contest. Then, oh yeah, by the way, you just got this little Oklahoma City game sandwiched in between, and Java Rant's going to get ejected in the second quarter. <laughs> so that was kind of disastrous from the beginning. I don't put much stock in that game, if we're being perfectly honest. I did find it particularly hilarious. I was trying to figure out what I was going to write for my newsletter on Monday, and I was going back and listening to what John Morant and Dylan Brooks said after the game, and I found it hilarious that Dylan Brooks mentioned Oklahoma City by name when he said, when they talked about, you know, these, these road trips. And he said, I don't think that we have uh, had a losing road trip all last season. I think, you know, uh, we, we really fixed that because that, that year that we played the Jazz in the playoffs two seasons ago, you know, we would lose to these teams like Oklahoma City. <laughs> we, we're refocused now. We got this down. We don't take these nights off. Well, it, it has already come up and bit us a little bit early on this season. We can't be doing that. And lo and behold, that exact thing happened where they lost to Oklahoma City. One thing, one stat I want to point out, I included this in the newsletter. It's incredible, actually, I think. The Grizzlies have been on a three-plus game road trip 14 times since February of 2020. That's Jaws' rookie season. They went on a big losing streak in February of 2020. 14 times they've gone on for a road trip of three or more games. 14 times they have finished at least 500 or better. The Celtics haven't done that. The Bucks haven't done that. The Suns didn't do that last year. They had a road trip where they lost two out of three. Um, it's really impressive that they've been able to do this. Well, now here's probably the biggest test to keep that streak alive. Uh, you've had yet because you, now you got to win uh, two out of the next three against tough competition to keep that streak going. It's kind of a made-up streak that I found while searching through stats, but I still think it's pretty impressive to go 14 times 
on a long road trip and every single time be 500 or better. Talking to Drew Hill from the Daily Memphian Grizzlies Nuggets tonight in Denver, 9 o'clock tip right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Um, I, like everybody, talked a lot yesterday about John Morant's ejection, what he said, how he said it, who he said it to. After the show, uh, my brother called me, and he was like, "Is it? why is it unclear what he said? Why don't they have mics picking this stuff up the way they often do in NFL games or even MLB games? And uh, they just, you know, they just didn't, and, and they, don't, they, all, they don't always do. But do, do we, to the best of your understanding, at this moment, do we know what John Morant said to get ejected? And if we don't, do you think we'll ever know exactly what was said? No, I don't think we will ever know. We do know <laughs> what the witnesses of the situation told us, which is that somebody said to Ja, we're down 20, let's get going. And he said something along the lines of, I'll get going when I can get a, a blank whistle. And that's what multiple people, that, it was not just one, like the woman who he was FaceTiming with said that, the, a, a radio host in Oklahoma said that. So there's two people that have come out and said, this is what happened, this is how he got kicked out of the game. I'm standing on this take that I think that the officials lied in the pool report. When I, we phrased the question, that, and the, the way the last question was phrased was, was John Morant, speaking to the crowd or making a gesture towards the crowd when he was assessed that second technical foul. In other words, you know, even if Ja, I'll I'll put it this way, even if Ja was clearly trying to make a point to the official by saying something to the crowd and knowing dang well that the official is in earshot, the official should still say, yes, he was talking to the crowd, but he was saying something that you can't say on a basketball court. He was questioning the integrity. That's not what they said. They said, no, he was not addressing the crowd when he was, you know, when that second technical foul was given. And I think if you watch the video, everybody sort of had the same take, including John Moran, who retweeted the pool report and said, that's cap. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't see it. I Like, even if he is talking to a fan and clearly trying to make a point to the officials by talking to that fan, the answer to that question is still yes. He was talking to a fan when we gave him that second technical foul. So you got me started again, but it really does. I, I don't think that that's the truth, what they said in the pool report. Can you get fined for calling a uh, pool report cap? I don't know. I don't think the NBA can find me. They may stop <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I meant Ja. I meant Ja. <laughs> Oh, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, not you. Yeah, nobody's finding you. I I wonder if John Morant could be subsequently fined for publicly calling the pool report cap. Yes, I think absolutely he can be fined. Um, And I I believe he did have some comments after the game. We did not travel because obviously this upcoming road trip is extremely expensive. You know, everybody's on a budget these days. But, but yeah, no, I, I, I would venture to guess that a fine is probably in his future based on what was said. And, you know, the NBA cannot like the fact that he's FaceTiming. I love it. I think it's hilarious. I think it's great. I think it shows what makes him so fun. Um, It was a nice thing to do as a person to tell that woman that it was not her fault. I'm a big fan of the FaceTiming courtside. Let me be clear. But the NBA can't be a fan of that. There's no way that the NBA can like, or at least the officials, like the fact that that was happening. I, I imagine the officials probably don't love it, but I, if I'm the NBA, I would be like, that's great. 
It's John Morant talking to a John Morant super fan on FaceTime. It, 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 it's a positive thing about an NBA player and an NBA play, player and fan interaction that's going viral on social media. Like, if I'm the NBA, I wouldn't have um, minded that at all. If I'm also the NBA, you know what I do mind? A referee quick triggering one of my superstars. And that is something yeah, I do. Was, yeah. That's something I do think they need to address. As, as I talked yesterday with uh, Jeff about this, you know, one of the points I made is that I am certain Ja deserved the first technical by the letter of the law. Like, I'm certain he said, knowing Ja Morant, I'm certain he said something that you're not allowed to say and, and was deserving of the initial technical. And then let's just, for the sake of the conversation, um, go along with the story that's been presented to us, which is after the first tech, a fan said, come on, Ja, let's get going. And he said, I'll get going when I can get an and whistle. If I'm the official there, or rather, if I'm the NBA there, what I want my official doing, because that's clearly like Ja's critic, he's subsequently criticizing the official within earshot of the official. What I want my official doing there, if I'm the NBA, is walking past Ja and saying, hey, that's enough. I don't want to get you out of this game. You don't want to be out of this game. These fans don't want you out of this game. My bosses don't want you out of this game. Don't make me do it. Let, let's move on. And I think Ja, I think most NBA players at that point would, would, would zip it, for lack of a better word, and, and get back to playing basketball. And then everybody moves on um, without controversy. If, I, if I'm running the league office, I'm talking to my officials about – at the very least with the superstars people are paying big money to see, let's give them a quiet warning before we give them a quick trigger second tee. No, I agree. I agree. And these, Hey, Grizzlies are pretty good at getting technicals now. Yes. We, they, they've been pretty good at that this season. Between Steven and Dylan and Ja, you know, the officials have to hear it every night from the Memphis Grizzlies. That can be a good thing or a bad thing, uh, I guess, um, depending on how the calls are going for you on a given night. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I didn't think he deserved to be kicked out of that game. Nobody in Oklahoma City wanted him kicked out of that game. Um, you know, I, I, I actually know somebody that was at the game in Oklahoma City that was a Grizzlies fan, and they were like, really? I came all the way to this game for the officials to throw John Morant out in the second quarter? It's just, uh, you, you can't do that. And there's, there's a better way to handle that situation, I feel like. And, yeah, I mean, I'm, I feel like this is a scenario where the officials deserve criticism. And that's not always the case, but here it probably is. I'm wrapping up here with Drew Hill from the Daily Memphian. Last thing before I let you go, our buddy Anthony Singh just retweeted a video that appears to show Desmond Bain getting up and down the court in Denver, um, moving around pretty good. Uh, My understanding is that Des has uh, tweeted or Instagrammed some emojis recently that suggested he might be close to coming back. I personally don't understand how to interpret emojis. I, 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 I've tried before, and I'm usually confused. So as the Grizzlies beat writer, I'll just ask you, in words, not emojis, what's the latest with Desmond Bay? We don't have a ton of information outside of what has already uh, been given us, which is that three- to four-week timeline. I will say this. There was always optimism as it related to that three- to four-week timeline, I know that there, I guess, were some questions given the wording of that news release. And those things are always tricky, right? And the way that the Grizzlies handle injury reports is always very tricky. But 
before Ja said, I'm not worried about this situation, which is, I think made a lot of people really calm down and be like, all right, Dez will be back eventually. Uh, before he said that, I had heard, you know, they were optimistic that this, is, that this was all it was going to take to get him back on to the court. Um, obviously, the other side of that if is always scary. Like, you wonder if it was surgery, whatnot. Um, but they were optimistic that, that this would work. You know he's dying to get out there on Christmas, right? And I, I'm, I'm not trying to just interpret emojis here, but that's typically a very good sign. When Jaron's tweeting the hourglass and John's tweeting the eyeballs and whatever, it's like the Grizzlies' way of telling you, like, hey, everybody, here we go. This, this could be interesting. What I'll be looking for, because this is the way it has typically worked with the Grizzlies, we, we shouldn't have to wait long to find out if Desmond has a chance to play on Christmas because almost always they will upgrade a player to doubtful um, and they will have an injury report due on, on Christmas Eve in, in just a couple of days. Um, and we will learn whether or not uh, – or excuse me, not even Christmas Eve. They'll have an injury report tomorrow ahead of – or Thursday – I'm all, I'm all, my, my brain's on Christmas break. I understand. Here. Ahead of the, ahead of the Suns game. That's what I'm trying to say. We will have an injury report there and, uh, and we will know if he's been upgraded or doubtful or if he's remaining out because it's hard for me to imagine a scenario where he's just flat out of the game against Phoenix and then all of a sudden he's back in the, in the lineup against Golden State. But you know, he's dying to play in this game. He is obviously getting closer. It wouldn't be an egregious thing to do to put him in maybe half a week before that three-week period. So um, I, would, I would not say no, that there's no chance that Desmond Bain plays on Christmas. But I think that, they're, that it is still the case that they're very optimistic that as this three-week to four-week window closes, he's going to be back on the court. That is Drew Hill from the Daily Memphian. Make sure you're reading him, dailymemphian.com. He's on Twitter, at Drew Hill underscore DM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.